All right, question from Jarek. What are the steps you generally take in order to work at a restaurant abroad? I have no work experience, but I've been stodging around restaurants for a year in my country. I'm now interested in applying abroad. It just feels kind of intimidating. I don't know where to begin. And this was kind of piled on from Ben saying, is there risk with planning and moving abroad? What is the process to reaching out to different places? And then Gabagool also asked, if you can't stodge, can you offer to be an intern for a certain amount of time in order to secure a position? So I'll break this down in a couple different ways and how I kind of think about it. I'll share what I did, what worked for me, and then what I would have done if I didn't have that path. So to start, my experience was I had a friend who was working at a restaurant abroad already. And so he could vouch for me. He could talk to the chef. He could tell me what job positions were available. And so I basically had insured employment when I took the position when I moved abroad. The other thing that really helped me was I was willing to commit to it for an extended period of time. And so I told that chef that I, I would guarantee six months. So it wasn't this idea of like, oh, well, I'll come and I'll check it out. And I, I said, nope, I'm willing to do six months. I knew that it was something that I was at that stage of life where I would commit to something like that. And that also guaranteed that I would probably be able to stand out from other applicants during that stage of the hiring process. And then the last piece that really helped me was, remember I said I was I had a roommate who was working at that restaurant? So I lived with him as well. We were already roommates in California a couple of years back. The idea there being that I had my living situation guaranteed and sorted. And that was very helpful for me because in a new country, I had to get a bank account sorted. I had to wait for my visa to get processed. And all of those things really, really helped me make sure that I had, you know, kind of like a leg up towards the person who was just living, moving there alone and didn't have any other resources. And so this leads me to kind of like if I didn't have any connections and I was interested in moving to Spain or if I wanted to move to Singapore or if I wanted to move to South Africa, how would I do this? And so the first piece that I tell people to do is to commit to a city. The idea that you're going to put job things out into London and you're going to do it to Paris and then you're also going to do it to Mexico City. It's a lot because the different visa requirements for different countries are obviously different. And so the idea that you're going to say, okay, I put out my list of restaurants, I have 15 different places, and then you can group those by country, uh, you know, and, and so then you can say, oh, cool, there's six of them that are in Copenhagen, two of them are in France, one of them is in the UK, and then, you know, like one of them is in Cape Town, South Africa. So then you're like, okay, cool, Copenhagen is the city, because regardless of if I get my number one, I have number two, three, and four that I'm still interested that I would definitely be willing to fall back on, just in case. I want all of you folks to crush it at work, but if you're in an environment where you you feel like growth is hard to come by, it can be frustrating, especially considering that you're probably sacrificing a lot to be in your current position. Just hoping that someone will teach you the skills required to improve can feel like crossing your fingers and holding your breath, and you waste months or even years with that strategy. To solve this problem, I just relaunched my completely free five-day kitchen productivity challenge, taking content from my full course, Total Station Domination, and structuring it in a way that gets sent straight to your inbox, again, absolutely free. If you want skills that I've used in high-caliber kitchen to push myself beyond where I thought my limits are. There's a link in the description of this podcast where you can sign up. I hope you're enjoying this episode so far. Let's dive back in. So now that you've committed to the city and that's like the biggest thing that you, that, that gets you 90% of the way there because now what you can do is you say, okay, I'm committed to Copenhagen. And now you can say, I want to get a job somewhere in Copenhagen to get all of those other logistics that I mentioned sorted. And so remember I said I had to get a bank account. You have to get an apartment sorted. You have to get, and again, this is me with no connections. And so what you can do is you can very easily then, you're probably also overqualified for a lot of these positions, barista, 
uh, sandwich person, uh, you know, kind of like prep cook at a, at a restaurant. That's not your number one. You're not going for your number one place. You're just trying to get a job somewhere. And then that also makes sure that your visa gets sorted. It's very, it's much easier to switch your visa to a new employer than it is to go from zero to one from no visa to having a visa. And so going ahead and trying to find somewhere that is willing to employ you, again, you might be overqualified for this place because you can execute at a Michelin level, but you're going for a sandwich lunch spot or a bistro that at least gets your foot in the door. And now think about what all the other benefits are that come with that. You have an apartment, you have a paycheck, you have your visa sorted, and now you can apply with patience and networking. And so you can take the time to go into your number one and number two places on your list. You can sit at the bar. You can start to meet who the sous chefs are. You can start to have a conversation about what the menu is and what you're interested in and where you come from. And all of a sudden, oh, hey, you're a chef too. Like, hey, we're hiring, blah, 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 blah. And then one thing always leads to another in these situations but that only happened in that way because you were operating from a place of patience and already underlying foundational like life needs are met. I think this idea that you have to just pack your suitcase and show up at the back door and hold your breath and just hope that they're going to give you a job is is just a horrible way to do it. And if I was doing it all over again, and again, I didn't have any connections, those are the three steps. So commit to a city, Get a job somewhere, even if it's not your dream place. And then once you have all of those underlying stability needs met, then start to apply, start to network, and then finally get your foot in the door and get your dream job. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd really appreciate a review of this show on Apple Podcasts as well as Spotify to help the podcast universe know that people like us like shows like this. Regardless, I'll see you in the next episode. My name is Justin Kana, and I hope you have a good one.